is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Well, Todd, welcome to the Toddcast. I'm going to throw you for a loop and do what you do to me, and we're going right into this bad boy, and we're going to talk about all things pumpkin today. So how about that? Okay. That it tis the season. So tis the season. bring it on. Yeah, well, you know, I was sitting on a couch and contemplating life, or more so just drinking coffee in the morning at like six AM. And I said, Hey, I gotta go talk to Todd. We're doing our Todd cast this morning. Lauren promptly says, What are you talking about? And I said, I don't know. She says, You should talk about pumpkin spice. And of course, she says, You'll get people fired up about pumpkin spice. People love it or hate it. And I personally think that pumpkin spice is a little it's not too niche. But I'm thinking this is the season of pumpkins. Like, there are so many things to do with pumpkins. And why just limit it to the spice of pumpkins? Let's talk well, all things pumpkins, right? I, I got to do this. I think Abby would be upset with me if I did not not bring this to light. As popular as pumpkin spice is, you know, in the coffee world for, for the lattes, pumpkin spice is probably the most overlooked spice. I mean, you've got, you've got let, let, let's go down the list here. We've got sporty. We've got posh. We've oh. got scary. We've got yeah. we've got baby and ginger. Nobody talks about pumpkin spice. The, Did the, she get kicked out of the band or what? Is she well, in the back. What what is the I, deal? I kind of feel like back in the '90s, as as big as the Spice Girls were on girl power. Yeah. I I don't think we as a society had yet turned the corner on body positivity like we did nowadays. Gotcha. And let's be honest, pump. Pumpkin was a little, little, little shorter, a little stouter. You know, she's not on any of the posters, and I, I got to think that's for a reason. Um, but you know, talent, talent out the wazoo, and, and I just, I feel like we got to start this off by giving her some props. I don't I, really know a whole lot about her, but I just, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring that up. Let's let's pour some of our coffee for pumpkin spice in honor. Yes, <laughs> indeed. I heard she smelled good though. You know, that's that's. Oh thing. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad this turned into one long dad joke. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, pump, well, uh, let, me, let me ask you this, Eric. Do you enjoy the pumpkin spice lattes or, or the pumpkin spice whatevers All right. So in the, in the coffee to, world? To say I enjoy them or dislike them, I guess would ju- I, I'm pretty indifferent because I know over the years we've had Keurigs, you know, the cups that do pumpkin mm-hmm. spice, and I know I've probably – got a pumpkin spice maybe lauren would get me one when she went to a coffee shop but i don't think i've actively said hey it's time for some pumpkin spice and like rolled into a store and ordered or proactively said yeah we want i want some pumpkin spice so i don't think i'm i i definitely can't love it because if you love something like (laughs) i love chipotle like i go to chipotle and i said give me as many burritos as you can fit in a bag i don't I don't do that for pumpkin spice, but if you handed it to me, I would drink it and be fine. So I can't, I'm gonna, you know, I can't say that yeah, I love it or hate it. It's just there. I'm going to take that one step further. The shocking revelation. I don't believe I have ever had pumpkin spice. Oh my. Oh my. Yeah. That's uh, that <laughs> is craziness. Well, so, I mean, I know pumpkin spice in my eyes, when you say pumpkin spice, I think of your photoshopped like beautiful picture of a white mug and they have like the foam with some type of weird picture on the top, you know, like, right. Like the, right. the, that's how I, that's just what I picture and I can smell it. Yeah. But I know it's become season as in like everything is pumpkin spice. 
Oh, yeah. So do you have, like, besides coffee, what else do you know of or have you come in contact with anything else pumpkin spice? That's an excellent question. Candles? I'm quite sure. And I don't have the actual data to back this up, but I'm quite sure if you strolled through like a, a Bath and Body Works type situation, you would find candles and air fresheners and probably, you know, a variety of lotions and body sprays and whatever else that smells like pumpkin spice. That's got to be a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to say that would probably be why it's now become deemed. Because what else? It's not like, I, I mean, I'm sure there's pumpkin spice shirts <laughs> and stuff like that, but oh. but. Oh, yeah. it, it's become somewhat of a uh, like even for Lauren to suggest that, hey, talk about pumpkin spice. It's pumpkin spice season. Like what has created pumpkin spice season? Because no one goes around saying, hey, it's, um, you know, it's candy cane coffee season, <laughs> you, you know, because I mean, that happens in December. You know, you buy your holiday right. coffee flavors, but it's never been. So this has taken over the nation. And and is it just because of coffee and candy or, or body wash or are there more things out there that we're just not aware of? I'm going to Professor Todd this a little bit because I only ha- I only half know something about this because this is not something I engage with a lot. But darn it, I've got I've got some facts and I can make some shit up. Um, I mean, pumpkin spice started with, you know, the coffee industry. And I'm just going to maybe right or wrong. I'm going to blame Starbucks because it just seems like a very Starbucksian thing to do. You know, it's it's autumn. We need an autumn flavor. Pumpkin spice. People like pumpkin spice. People like pumpkin pie. You've got Halloween. You've got Thanksgiving. Pumpkins. Perfect. Let's do this. And they did that. And it went well. And people liked it. And I remember when it all started, it was it was very much a, a seasonal thing. Like, okay, from October, November, we're going to have this this pumpkin coffee. And that's, and you know, limited edition, whatever, you know, the whole marketing thing of, you know, create scarcity and drive sales situation. And that worked out real well, well for them. And then, you know, it was very popular. And so the next season, it went from, okay, it's not October, November. We're going to go, we're going to go September to December. And it just sort of keeps expanding and sort of became its own, it kind of became its own thing. Ooh, pumpkin spice season is upon us. And it's kind of like all the other holidays (laughs) to where it's not yet Halloween, but I guarantee you can find Thanksgiving decoration somewhere and people are already promoing their christmas stuff like the seasons just keep expanding to make that dollar to sell the things to add advertise the whatevers and so i quite frankly a lot of the things that i've seen that are pumpkin spice related i'd say about 50 percent of them are actual oh hey our pumpkin spice you know donuts are back at mm-hmm. tim hortons you know are legit pieces and i'd say about half of it are things either outright mocking pumpkin spice or, or, or at least throwing, you know, a little wink at you. You know, you, I, you know, I'm going through Twitter and you see pictures of signs for like oil change places saying, you know, pumpkin spice oil change, just, just being goofy like that. So it's, it's definitely become a phenomenon. It's, it's definitely a known quantity here in the States that once the leaves start falling, pumpkin spice is freaking everywhere. Yeah, and I'm wondering if it if it, I'm I'm guessing it probably comes out in August. I think that's when mass promotion comes. I think if you tried that crap in July, it might be a little too early. But I think August yeah. is when we start. Even though August, and I don't know what it is. August is just as hot as July most of the time. But in my oh, yeah. mind, August, August is, yeah, yeah. But in my mind, oh, yeah. August is still like it's like oh, fall's coming. I don't know. Maybe it's just <laughs> August and autumn. The the AU it like brings it together in my brain. But 
Could August be. still doesn't doesn't necessarily seem to me in my brain as like, oh, that's a hot month. We're like June and July. I'm like, yeah, that's women. That's summer. You know, that's you know, right. nice grass. It's where August is the same, but for some reason, August is like, yeah, that's when uh, you know autumn and and fall is starting to come, which is not true. But I bet that's when they're promoting pumpkin spice, and that's when the mass marketing comes out. And by by September, damn, you're into pumpkin spice season, all in. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. you know, and I don't know necessarily when it ends. I imagine it kind of ends after Thanksgiving, like a truthful. Because logically, the, one would think that because you well, know you all the pumpkins pumpkin have been pie. consumed. Right. Yeah. Right. You, I mean, you know, Halloween is you know essentially the 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 celebration of the pumpkin, and I guess you take all the information out, or you or you take all the the blood and guts out of the pumpkin, and right. you put store that away, and 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 then you know Thanksgiving is the 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 pie, which supposedly is what you made of that. So I think that's like the ultimate season. So I don't know where, where the spice comes from. Like, is this spice of a pumpkin or is this just, well, that's, they, that's they the created thing. Like, a spice that tastes like pumpkin. That... Pum- pumpkin, pumpkin spice. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, actually doesn't have any, anything really to do with pumpkin. It's the okay. spices you typically put in like a pumpkin pie. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's like it's like cinnamon and nutmeg and all those those you know auxiliary spices that you put into pumpkin to make a pumpkin pie, and everyone associates those so much with that pumpkin pie scent and taste that it's you know it's called pumpkin spice. I don't think there's any actual pumpkin in there. It's like if you go to the spice aisle and get poultry seasoning, that's like sage and rosemary and all that. Like there's no poultry in poultry seasoning. It's seasoning sure. for poultry. Same same thing well, with pumpkin fair. spice. You know, it clears up a lot. You know, maybe we're giving credit for pumpkins when really it should be the spices that get the get the favor. You know, this should oh, yeah. be an episode that we talk solely about spices. But but that's why you have the episode called Seasonings. That is a See? great episode. Whether it's about spices or seasonings or not, we don't know. But we're going to go ahead and take a break real quick. Todd's going to yell at me during the break. And when we come back, uh, we'll talk more things pumpkin. And we're back. Um, so, Todd, what are, what are your favorite things, pumpkin? Have you you carve pumpkins? Do you paint pumpkins? Do you do any of that fun stuff? I do. Quick, immediate side diversion for you. That's because you brought up the pumpkin pie earlier, and it's fun that you ordered it in such a way as you get the pumpkins for Halloween. You you harve, you know you scoop out all the innards. Yeah. And and that you seem to think that those then go into a pie, nearly a month later. That's that's fun. Um, I don't know that anyone actually does that. But here's the question: Have you? I mean, obviously, you've had pumpkin pie in your life. Oh yeah, of course. Right? Have you ever had pumpkin pie made with actual pumpkin? Like oh, somebody God. took an actual pumpkin, processed it into what goes into pumpkin pie, and had that, as opposed to like your store-bought pumpkin pie or like the pie you make at home, but you get the canned pumpkin to do your thing. Have you ever had like legit from actual scratch pumpkin pie? Well, let me ask you this: Would I know the difference? Because I oh you would you know. oh you would know the difference. All right, so it sounds um, to me like you've you've had this you you tried yes. difference. All right, let, explain because yeah. I have not. I I do not believe that's ever been a thing for me. And mind you, it's only been a couple of times. And you know, I I suspect there's there's a pos- possibly a part of this that has to do with you know the preparation and so forth. But pumpkin actual pumpkin pumpkin pie is is you are you. You are thankful that there are pumpkin pie spices and you wish that there were more like there's just something about it that is it's it's not as sweet. It's 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 a, it's a different thing. And I, I personally not a fan like gr- grab the processed can of pumpkin guts and 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 do your thing that way. And it works out way better. 
like I said, I've, I've only I've got a limited sample set, but based on that, ugh, give give yeah. me the, the the I don't know if it's fake or just pre-processed to the point to where whatever, but actual hardcore pumpkin pie, not not for Todd. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever tried it. Uh, we did, I believe there's like a pumpkin pie like in a can. Meaning, like, mm-hmm. you can open it up, and that's how you can make the pumpkin pie. So it's already prearranged or, you know, pre-spiced. Uh, yeah. And it, we've done that before, which is still kind of a little bit more goopy. It's not, like, as hard from yeah. what I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just the standard. You go to, like, Kroger, and you pick one out, you know, of the bakery section, and you go and you buy a crap ton of whipped cream or, or oh, yeah. Cool Whip or whatever you want to call it. And well. That that that's, is that is how it's done. That's question two. Are you are you a whipped cream or a cool whip pumpkin pie person? Okay, so well, I mean, I'm obviously it, the, there has to be cream on it. Um, we get the tubs, so I imagine that is cool whip. If I if yes. I believe correctly, cool whip. Tra- yeah, cool tra- whip's the way to go. Tra- traditionally, in the Hersey household, it was cool whip or you know store brand equivalent or whatever type yeah. thing. That was that was that was traditionally how that rocks. Now Abby's family. Or, or is a is a whipped cream tradition, which is fine and good. Like the key point is is you need some sort of fluffy, sweet, semi dairy product put on the pumpkin pie. Like have you ever had pumpkin pie just pumpkin pie without any sort of whipped anything? Yeah, I'd, I'm a fan of pumpkin pie, so I could do that. But it let's just take. I mean, it's a seven. It becomes a ten if you put the cool whip on there. Oh yeah, that, that's just yes. my opinion. That's, like I can that's, eat pumpkin that's pie by itself. I like pumpkin pie. I have no problem. I mean, I would venture to say I'm more of a pie person than a cake person. Okay. And pumpkin pie That's... would be very, uh, a very high ranked pie. So the question then I give to you is what do you do about that crust? Do you just go, go at it? No problem. Do you eat it at all? And I'm talking the back piece of crust, the real hard right. that can break your teeth sometimes crust. Right. So that is probably one of the key reasons why I won't eat a pumpkin pie without the, the, the whipped cream or the cool whip. Because my my strategy is, I mean, a load that pie up with a whole bunch. Like if you end up with a 50-50 mix of pie and whipped topping, that's a good mix for me. Like some people just throw the one little dollop on there, you know, little accessory piece of you know whatever. No, 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 no. To me, that it's it's an inherent part of the pie experience. Uh, And so what you do is you reserve some of that and you sort of. shovel it back on the pie pie piece back to the crust so that when you get down to just the hard crusty bit it's encapsulated in all that that whipped goodness and you you can do it that way if it's if there's not enough whipped cream or if god forbid there isn't any whipped cream or cool whip i will leave the crust by the wayside (laughs) it is it is it is not a thing that i will consume just in and of itself like it's done its job it's kept the pie intact in its in the in the pie pan it served its purpose at that point, unless you've got Cool Whip or something to go with it. Yeah, I'm the same. And, you know, you're talking like 50-50. So the way I would look at it is, yes, it is 50-50 equivalent. But what you have to do is you push most of the whipped cream to the crust. So it is yep. honestly about 25 on the 25% whipped cream on the actual pie, right? But right, most right. of the whipped cream is all on the crust. The crust should yep. be 25 crust, 75% cream. And that's probably yep. the only way to do that. And yeah. typically I just end up picking it up because the crust is so hard and you can kind of eat oh, it yeah. almost as if it was like a uh, a chip that you dip yep. in salsa. 
Uh, exactly. And, and or, you know, but I will tell you the crust, the, un, you know, the, the crust underneath the, you know, the layer right. on the underneath right. is fantastic. And, oh, yeah. and that, I don't think we give it enough credit. Like that no. crust is, is, is beautiful in terms of taste. Uh, consistency it's not too hard it gives a little bit of a different taste than the like the cream section so oh, yeah. uh, all things withstanding like you can make a piece of pumpkin pie like a wonderful experience but you must have that cool whip whipped cream yeah. on the hard yeah. outer edge or you know you might just not have yourself a good time so make sure yeah if you go to the store and get a pumpkin pie you make sure you get the cool whip or the whipped cream with it and yep. real real quick a little backwards when you tried your real pumpkin pie, did you have some type of cream with it? Oh, yes. And there was not enough okay. to offset. It, I guess it's because I have I have a pretty, pretty serious sweet tooth. Anyone who knows me knows this. Like, you know, I get a, a cup of coffee and it's got like four sugars in it. Like I drink Mountain Dew. Like I have a very sweet tooth. And maybe to your average person the authentic pumpkin pie is just fine to me. It's not, it doesn't have that sweetness of what I think of when I think pumpkin pie and there just was not enough cool whip to, to bring that back into the right balance for me. Cause yeah. I tried, trust me, I tried. All right. Um, That's that. Yeah. Well, that was the key. That was the key there. All right. So we'll, we'll move back to the whole pumpkin as a whole. So yes. I've recently saw a good friend of mine, social media pictures that his children paint pumpkins like whole like they paint mm -hmm. the entire pumpkin and it was pretty cool now we've been known to carve some pumpkins do you do right. any type of halloween festivities where you take a pumpkin and dress it up put it on your porch yeah. anything like that you know it's been a hot minute since i have i have in the past as of late i haven't and i don't know if it's just haven't gotten around to it or, you know, the kids are no longer kids. Like they're, they're young ladies. So yeah. I don't know if it's, it's that they're maybe just not as into it, but I understand painting pumpkins. Like if that's your art form, if that's, that's how you're expressing yourself, I don't, I don't besmirch you that. But to me personally, if you give me the choice of, okay, you're going to carve a pumpkin, you're going to paint a pumpkin. I'm a carve. I'm a traditionalist. I, I believe that you should, you yeah. should carve that bad boy. Now, well, I, you know, in a lot more work, I think, in, involved in carving, personally. Oh yeah, but but to me, it's worth it. What what can I say? I like I like fire. I like knives. I like you know the the, the danger element is is something of an appeal to me. Uh, of course, <laughs> of course. As ridiculous as that sounds, I there's nothing I like, like putting well, your life at risk by carving a pumpkin. <laughs> well, you know, some of those pumpkin the rinds are pretty pretty solid, and you know you got to break out the, the hardcore stuff. And you know, I'm I'm not going to say that there has never been bloodshed when carving a pumpkin. You like to paint which, your pumpkins which... a different way. With... <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right. Well, well, let, um, let's let's talk real quick because I don't think I'm trying to think of a time that I actually carved a pumpkin. And I'm having a real hard time thinking of like, I, I well, don't know if I've ever I done don't, one. So what's the process? I don't, well, I don't think growing up, we carved pumpkins because of the danger factor, because there were, you know, knives involved. Like, I don't think, you know, on, you and on. I as, as youngins. Stop, stop. The, there, okay. the danger, the danger was the devil. That's why we well, carved the pumpkin. <laughs> because you know, you're right. You're... <laughs> That's the whole reason we never carved a pumpkin. Don't, don't give me I, the knives and... <laughs> It went back and forth in our childhood, Eric, and maybe some of this is pre. Matter of fact, I know some of this is pre, pre you or pre you being old enough to know. But there was a point in my youth where we did actually participate in Halloween and dress up. Oh, and no, then that was, and 
it was sort of a swinging pendulum from you. You're like, there's there's a year where like, okay, Halloween, everybody dress up, trick or treat, whatever. And then the next year, it would be, mm, gee, I don't know, this seems like it's the devil's holiday. Maybe we shouldn't do it. And then the next year, we'd be dressing up again. Eventually, that pendulum swung pretty far to the right, if you will. And then, you know, Halloween was just, you know, not a thing we did. And I think that's probably the point where you got old enough to be, well, I guess not a part of it. <laughs> yeah. But I do uh, remember there be, I do remember Halloween being a thing. And I remember Dawn and I being like, oh, let's carve pumpkins. And mom and dad being like, yeah, I don't know that we want to give you guys knives. Well, they do make kits now. I, I, the thing is, I remember buying kits. So we had to, with, with probably Hunter or Laney, we had to at some point in time carve a pumpkin. I just don't ever remember doing it. I do remember painting pumpkins, and I feel that was like the easy alternative. You just get black paint. Oh yeah, and then you paint oh, yeah. where you would cut. Um, but so, what's the process of uh, of doing a, a solid pumpkin? I mean, you you get your pumpkin, and we can get into a whole side diversion as to whether you just go to the store or you go to you know a pumpkin patch. Maybe we'll, we can come. We'll back. talk pumpkin patches in a bit. Yeah, because I have questions. okay. We'll, we'll 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 come back to that. But you know, once you've acquired your pumpkin. You take your implement of choice, and frankly, for the rough work, I actually prefer using a, a drywall saw. It's got a pointy end. It's got yeah, you know, an yeah, actual no, saw blade. Yeah, you absolutely. Can, yeah. So, and you, from the top, you cut a circle. And the important part here, the pro tip for all you pumpkin carving virgins, is you want to cut that thing at an angle. You don't want to just cut straight up and down. You want to cut at a slight angle so that the top part that you're pulling out sort of tapers kind of like a cork because if you just cut straight around it will you can't put the top back on it'll just fall right through into the pumpkin so you cut it at a slight angle so you've got like a little, little tapered edge and then right. it will rest right back in there and stay on top that's that's the that's the key to that piece so once you've got the top out you've got you know all the guts and this is where it gets messy because you got to get in there pretty much with your hands and just harvest all the guts and it's you know seeds and stringy and it's all slimy and gross i i recommend you do this step outside <laughs> and you know you, you pull out as much of that as you can and then what you do is you take a spoon like a, like a big big metal spoon and you sort of scrape the insides because it's all stringy and stuck you know stuck to the side if you don't do that scraping you don't end up with a nice clean inside of the pumpkin and you just pull all that stuff out now at this point, you have the option of just take all that stuff and throw it away. Or you can take that extra step of pulling all the seeds out of all the squidgety bits. And you can throw those on a cookie sheet, throw, you know, salt them up, throw them in the oven, dry them out. I don't know if you're, are you, are you a fond fan of pumpkin seeds? I don't think I've ever had pumpkin seeds. So, no. They're, they're <laughs> pumpkin seeds are, are one of those things that I, they're, to me, they're very akin to like sunflower seeds to where they're okay. tasty, but there's a lot of work. Like the seed itself, you've got to crack open and it's the kernel inside that's the good bit. And whereas oh, with sunflower seeds, you can kind of, oh. those are like, those are like hard and you can like kind of crack them between your teeth to get to the insides. Yeah. Pumpkin seeds are like flat. And even once you've dried them out a little, like it's a lot of work for a little, very little payoff. Like I, yeah, I like if, if there were a way to magically just get the pumpkin seed kernels without actually having all the other out external seed bit, I could be into that, but regular pumpkin seeds, I, that's more trouble in a source to me. But if you're yeah. into that kind of thing, you've got a pumpkin, you've got a bunch of seeds. You can, you can do those up real quick and easy, or you just throw it all away which is normally the route I go. And once you're there, you then have your, your blank pumpkin canvas 
to carve upon whatever however you want to do it or and i guess growing up carving a pumpkin was you would actually carve all the way through it you you put holes in it in you know delightful shapes to make the little face or whatever i mean it's probably been 20 years now but it still seems like a fairly recent sort of innovation to do the pumpkin carving where you don't necessarily carve all the way through you just sort of etch the skin away and and various depths into the rind you know what i'm talking about yeah no i was that's what i was actually thinking of as a modern trend which does come off with a cool look but I oh feel you like can you do really some really to be you need to be you can do some artist. really amazing <laughs> things but yeah you yeah. you've got to have you've got to have some sculptural talent to to kind of pull that off a lot of the time because i mean the normal pumpkin all right so the normal pumpkin we have are triangle eyes right triangle mm-hmm. nose mm-hmm. and teeth which are a bunch of triangles so <laughs> i mean like, like <laughs> right. a wide and mouth so you really don't need much of an ability to carve no. the standard pumpkin to no. do anything artsy you need a little bit like i don't even think i could pull off a good you know like sculpture version like and, and i'm decent when it comes to drawing and or carving and and have decent hand-eye coordination at that stuff I just yeah. don't – I don't know if I have enough practice, and I don't know where you would practice unless that's your profession or you have mm-hmm. a, a stack full of pumpkins to do that. But I'll tell you what. Once you clear it out and you put your little candle or your light in it or whatever you do nowadays, it really looks cool, you know? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, and I know – and so I know for a fact we had to carve pumpkins before because I remember this kit, and it came with a picture in which you – it was like a stencil in which you put it on the, the pumpkin – like taped it on or tacked it on or whatever and then you cut around the stencil to make different faces so right that must be a thing i just don't ever remember actually completing the whole pumpkin aspect well, that's fair yeah now we paint we did paint uh pumpkins which are super easy and we actually had a fall themed joint birthday two three years ago in which we gave we bought a bunch of little pumpkins from uh amish country and everybody right. that came we had a table we had tables set up and you get to paint your own pumpkin and do whatever you want so I think I remember that. Is that. The cheap that, was, that was a good time. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You would have been there. Yeah, yeah, we had that little fall get together, and who who knows what else we did? But I know there was pumpkin table, and everybody painted their little pumpkin and took it home. And and yeah. and I do feel that the pumpkins last longer for decoration when you just paint mm. them because they are full. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they're yeah, they're intact. Like that's that's the thing with pumpkins. Once you take that step to carve them, they've definitely got a shelf life at that point. They, you know, they start to they start to go and if you're going that route it's important to not get a little too eager and carve your pumpkin too soon or it might not last until halloween sure Sure. you know and then of course the the wonderful there's a video that my children love okay so back in 2000 let's say 2000 we'll just say 2008 we'll just pick a random year that it was around uh we had pumpkins and we lived in a house we had woods in the background And I had a camcorder, and for some reason, I thought it was great to go up into the woods, climb up in the woods with these pumpkins, (laughs) and set up the tripod and record myself trying to smash a pumpkin. Now, here's the thing with smashing pumpkins. You naturally want to smash hollow pumpkins. That is how it works. And I guess since I wasn't that bad as a youth, I never smashed anyone's (laughs) pumpkin. So I try to smash full pumpkins. And I candidly look at the camera and I said, hello, (laughs) I'm going to try to smash some pumpkins today. And I walked over and you see me struggle by throwing these pumpkins (laughs) that don't do a thing. And it's just like, uh, it's like you're expecting to see some wonderful smashing and the guts flying and stuff. And it's just like thud and it just sits there and it's, and it's two or three minutes of me just hurling pumpkins uh, with no (laughs) satisfaction. Uh, And the kids found this video. 
And yeah, it's been somewhat of a sensation for them. So they they Please. were bringing it up all the time. So this still exists. This is this uh, is available Todd, in digital Todd, form. I'll you can put a link I'll to do. this somewhere. Yes, well, I, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll find it. I have it in digital form. I don't think it's on YouTube, but I will find okay. that clip, and you'll see a long-haired Eric Hersey with a bandana and dressed and in, in, in the middle of, of the woods. And I address the camera, and I will upload that to YouTube and share with oh. the general public so you can all see me miserably fail smashing a pumpkin. No, no. Yeah, pumpkin pumpkin smashing, you know, you expect it to be some sort of Halloween-themed Gallagher situation where they just yeah. explode and stuff goes everywhere. Yeah, if that's what you're expecting, you're up for disappointment. Because even if you have the hollowed-out ones, like, they just kind of collapse or crush. Yeah. Like, they just get yeah. smashed. Like, it's not it's not explosive. And, yeah, if you're taking full pumpkins, you might as well be throwing basketballs at things. That's or, what it was. Or, you know, hit, 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 you know. Um, weight balls. It felt like it was honestly like throwing, like, a weight ball, you know. Like the medicine like ball type. Weight. No, that, yeah, that, yeah that, that, that makes sense. I'll tell absolutely. you what's what's good. And I'll preface this with the classic, you know, don't try this at home, kids. Young Todd didn't have a whole lot of, uh, you know, common sense or safety frame of mind. It's funny that you mentioned pumpkins because, like, literally two days ago, a couple of my buddies from high school, we, we had a, just out of the blue, one of them texted to me and Jeff and said, hey, remember, remember this thing we did with pumpkins? What we did back in the valley in the late 80s, early 90s. Because we didn't have the internet and we had to find other ways to amuse ourselves. Because, you know, hooligans like us, you'd go around smashing pumpkins. Which, to us, normally meant kind of going down the street with, like, a baseball bat or something. And you would smash, like, you wouldn't pick up the pumpkins to smash them. You would take something and smash the pumpkin. Like, you'd hit it with a bat on the steps and smash the pumpkins. Well, that wasn't next level enough for us. And so, we went and we'd grab the pumpkins. And we'd throw them into the back of Jeff's Fuego. And the trick was the Fuego was a hatchback. And so you'd, you'd stack all the pumpkins in the back hatch of the Fuego. And then you would head out onto I-70. And what you do is you'd pop the pumpkins out the back hatch while you're doing, you know, 65, 70 miles per hour. And when okay. they hit the ground... Like the, 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 you know, the velocity you've got going, you know, there, there's physics, you know, object in motion stays in motion sort of a situation. Yeah. And the pump and the pumpkins would hit the ground and they'd spin and they would basically peel themselves on the pavement. Ooh. And then if, and it was it, if you're looking for pumpkin spectacle, that's that's the way to go. Because, yeah, yeah they would they would. <clears throat> no, don't 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 do that. This. No, no, I don't don't but recommend if you're looking this. For, but if you're looking for spectacle. <clears throat> That is what you would do, but we're not trying this at home. Right, don't do that. <laughs> I do not. I do not endorse doing this yourself. If you know someone who's going to do it and you can safely be a witness to it, maybe that's the route you go. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but don't try this at home. Pumpkin, <laughs> yeah, pump, pumpkins at seventy miles per hour. It's definitely fun and interesting. Uh, that's uh, that's quality quality stuff. <laughs> well, Todd, you know, I think we opened with uh, we opened with um, you know pumpkin spice and the Spice Girls. We'll end with Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, Todd, what's yep. your favorite Smashing Pumpkin song? I am particularly fond of uh, 1979. Yeah, it's just it's just it. a good tune. I don't remember much about the actual year 1979. I would have been like four, but the song is good. I, I, I enjoy yeah. that. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Tonight Tonight is the one that I remember most because I like uh-huh. the, the music video because it was a very, like a Jules Verne-esque yes. 
yeah. aspect. So I remember mm-hmm. that, and I really, really, really like that. But 1979 is the correct answer. And, of course, Smashing Pumpkins is a fantastic band, and the actual uh, – the lead singer, Billy uh, Corgan. Is Corgan, right? yep, yeah. yep. Did yep. you know he actually owns the uh, National Wrestling Association? So he is actually a uh, wrestling promoter and has been for years now. So just uh, throwing that know all that. out there to everybody. Oh. Um, but, Todd, I believe that is our Pumpkin Spice uh, episode. Yep. Uh, do you have Good any deal. lasting thoughts for pumpkins? <sighs> um, no, I don't. Okay. I, I was trying to think of something clever, and I used up all my clever with that, that Pumpkin Spice girl bit in the front end. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm you got to pace. You got to pace yourself for all pumpkin-related uh, topics. Yep. Well, yep. you know, next year we'll talk about the great pumpkin. I'm sure there's a lot more things out there that are pumpkin-related that we didn't touch on. Yep. Also, you know, the Return to Oz. There's the gentleman that was the pumpkin head. Oh uh, yeah. There's lots, yeah. lots of things to talk pumpkin, but that is why there's a 2021 pumpkin season. That's so. right. That's true. It's true. Cool. So you brought us in. Are you going to take us out? Yeah. Well. Well. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, everyone uh, that participates in the pumpkin season. Be sure to check out Seasonings if you want to hear more things pumpkin-related and or just a great episode of the Toddcast. Uh, but until then, uh, we'll catch you next time. I don't know how, I don't know how you end it. So I just ended with a question mark. Uh, that works. That's fun. I like it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at CastTodd or email via ToddCastPodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast. 